everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. Honestly, I'm not even going to ask you how you are because I've been waiting for like a day and a half to hear this story <laughs> that you texted me about on Thursday night, and this is all I want to hear. So. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So on Thursday was my sister's bridal shower, and so I had planned to take Thursday and Friday off of work. I had like a lunch thing that I had to do for, for work on Thursday, and then after that, I was going to my parents' house to help with the shower. So I'm leaving my place at like one o'clock and I brought, I had, had made cupcakes. I mean, then we were having like, like the plan was to have kind of like chicken wings and meatballs, okay. which I was going to make when I got to my mom's because yeah. um, it's too hot to cook in my house. And, <laughs> and then we were gonna have like a charcuterie board and, and that's what we're going to do. So I'm leaving my house and I'm like three blocks and a car pulls out through a stop sign and I have to like slam my brakes on. And so all my groceries go flying in the backseat of my car, including a carton of 18 eggs. No! Which all smashed in the backseat of my car. No! And so I'm like, oh God. Thankfully save the cupcakes, like, but I could only save one thing and had to choose my favorite child, basically. I mean, you put a lot of effort into those cupcakes, so like, I get it. <laughs> Easily, more easily to replace the eggs than it was the yeah. cupcakes. But th there's like broken egg in the all of oh. the seat of my car. Thankfully, I have like a rubber mat in the back, so most of it was okay. contained onto that. But I pull up at home and like I was like, "Mom, like help!" There's <laughs> like immediately, basically. So like so that sets the stage for like how the day is gonna go. Um, so then we're like getting ready, make the meatballs. Um, and then my mom was like, oh my God, I forgot the crackers and we're having charcuterie. So I like, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like I'll go out to get them. So quick out to the grocery store. I'm literally on like fumes in my gas tank at this point in time. Of like course, my, yeah. my, um, my like display is like, you can go four more kilometers. And I'm like, Ooh, like questionable. Um. <laughs> so I get home and I walk in the door and my dad is like, your mother's on the floor. And I was like, what? He's like, I don't know. She's on the floor sick. And I was like, I've been gone 20 minutes. Like what happened here? Oh so my, my mom, it, like, I don't know if it was like heat exhaustion or stress or like she ate something bad or whatever, but she's like down and out on the floor, can't function, like crying because she's like going to have to miss my sister's bridal shower. No. So I'm like, okay. And so like, you know, my dad becomes instantly useless at that point <laughs> in time. And so right. I have to like, so I have to like nurse my mother while also like we have 20 people coming over in an hour and like nothing is ready or out or cooked or any of that kind of stuff. So now at this point, I'm like profusely sweating, running up and down the stairs like 400 times to like try. And it's no. like, it's hot here and we were doing it outside. So it's like, how soon can you put things out? Like, outside, yeah. yeah, kind of balanced on that. So I like, I'm like, I call my mom's best friend and I'm like, Catherine, like, I need you to come over immediately. Like, like come help anything. So she, she shows up and like, she's kind of pottering to help, but like, I can't really give her any direction. Cause like, I don't know a where things are like, it's not my house. And like it, you know, like I hadn't really planned on some of this stuff. 
So then she's like, it's okay. She's like, I'll just figure it out. Like, go get ready. So I have my stuff upstairs and I like go to like pull out my like dress that I was going to wear. And I had it tucked in with some of the groceries that I brought, including the big can of breadcrumbs that I'd used to make the meatballs, which the lid popped off. And they spill everywhere. So I don't have no. anything else. I'm not at my house. So I'm like brushing it off. And I'm like, I don't have time to vacuum this up. I smell like the inside of a Subway sandwich shop because it's like Italian breadcrumbs. No. And my sister shows up and she's like, what is going on? I was like, oh yeah, mom can't come. <laughs> she's like, what? Mom's sick upstairs. Mom's sick. So... Yeah, and then, like, I don't even know. Like, took zero pictures, um, didn't play half the games. I don't even think some of the food made it out because I didn't remember that we had it. Like, it was just, like... At that point, it's just, like, survival. Like, what is the bare minimum of food I need to put out there so people, like, aren't upset that there's not enough food? Right? And then, so then, like, the night goes on, and my mom rallied, and she was able to come out, which was great. Okay, But then it's, like, people aren't leaving. And I'm, like, it is, like... We'd said it was till nine o'clock, which like, I mean, it gets a work night. So right. Like, don't you have a job tomorrow? Right. And so like, and then I had to cancel my day off on Friday because I had too much on the go at work, but I'm like, these people aren't leaving and I still need to clean up. (laughs) And like, then I have to get gas because I still have four kilometers and I don't even know if I'll make it to the gas station. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have to drive all the way to my house. And I was just like, what on earth is happening? to my life right now so that that was my (laughs) I mean this is not where I thought it was gonna go I don't know what I pictured in my head but this was not it um and then as soon as you started the car story I was like oh she's either gonna get into an accident or like the cupcakes are going to be ruined I mean the cupcakes turned out great um (laughs) probably the hit of the because there's no other food right yeah like I mean my charcuterie board was also pretty pretty bomb but yeah love a good charcuterie board yeah thank god I went and got the right crackers (laughs) really made it okay one time I've been I've been in that situation like once where I really need gas actually twice once in high school and like I literally that was back when they didn't take you know, cards at like the gas oh, station God. and I had $5. It's <laughs> like, okay, this will be like enough to get me home. Yeah. And then there's a gas station like right by my parents' house. So then we can take the car there. But I was like, I need $5. This <laughs> is all the monies I have. <laughs> but on Christmas Eve this year, Christmas, like Christmas Eve or Christmas this year, so we went to my old roommate's boyfriend's place and we all like dressed up in onesies. And on the way home, I got like the trigger warning that's like, okay, you really need to fill up. You need to fill up in a onesie? <laughs> At, like, one in the morning. On Christmas Day? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure the guy like inside is like, please. Like, praying that I don't go into the store to pay. And I'm just like, nobody else stop at this gas station. <laughs> this is the, this is horrible. <laughs> and this, like, reindeer was <laughs> pumping gas. Like, honestly, like, 
my car shows like exactly how many kilometers and I'm sure there's still a buffer on that. Like I'm sure that there's something else, but I actually think that's worse than the, like, like in older cars when it's just like the, the display of the arrow kind of thing. And you're like, I'm probably kind of close kind of thing where now I'm like, and I've got like, I go to, to boot camp and we have to bring weights to it. So I have like a hundred pounds worth of weights in the back of my car. So like the gas mileage is crap. Like it's just, it's not good. It's like, I'm like, I haven't gone a kilometer and it dropped a kilometer. What is happening? Here? <laughs> yeah. It's the most stressful, like two minutes to find like right? the nearest gas station. And then the gas station in my parents' community like closes at nighttime. It's not 24 seven, which I knew that was going to be the case, but there's one like right near, right outside the community. So I was like, I can get to that. Pull up to the pump put my card in and it's like please remove card I'm like I did remove the card and like it just keeps flashing please remove card please remove card and I was like so I'm hitting the intercom button and I was like um it's telling me to please remove my card and like can you reset it he's like well did you remove your card I'm like yeah obviously that was the first thing I thought to do (laughs) obviously I followed the prompts thank you and he's like well I can't reset it so like you're gonna have to go to another pump I'm like pal I don't think I can Can you all push my car because I don't know if I'm going to make it. That's like when you call IT with work for like any problem. They're like, have you reset your computer? No. Yes. Stop. Obviously, that's the first thing. Okay. My, I work for an IT company and I, my background is in IT and I was that person that took those phone calls and I told you to reset your computer because I don't know the friggin' answer and I was Googling what to do while your computer was restarting. (laughs) That is what happens on the restart on the service desk. (laughs) Because always when they say that, I'm like, yes, like I've restarted it probably at least three times before I called you. Yeah. Well, like I got to Google what's going on. So, and I can't do that while I'm like stalling for time any other way. So that's what my go-to move was. Amazing. Yes. At least you shed light on that. (laughs) Well, maybe we should switch into talking about what's gone on in sports this week because it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's been, Again. it was busy. Right. Very busy. Again, minimal pop culture. Yeah. We might not even hit that section. Like, did the so. celebrities take all of the summer off? I feel like Olympics is our pop culture right now because mm. like the TikToks that are coming from it, the like yes. social media stuff, like And I feel like people who don't follow sports like are following the Olympics. I agree, yeah. Like it's I mean the sports of the Olympics are like not like the sports of like Lower. Yeah, right. like you know, like rhythmic gymnastics is not exactly like <laughs> macho sports kind of thing. So <laughs> I am like I am set on watching the rhythmic gymnastics this time around. Like I, I, I need something that is fast paced. Like there's some type of risk involved. Like either so, you can do like a bad trick and like lose it, or there's some type of risk of injury. <laughs> I, I, I need some information on like the rhythmic gymnastics, the one with the ball. How Wait, firm? Ball? Yeah, you've been. Maybe that's artistic. I don't know which version of no, that is rhythmic. rhythmic. And they like throw the ball up and they catch on the back of their neck or like rolls up and down their arms kind of thing. But I need to know like the weight and like firmness of the ball. Cause like I'm picturing like, you know, when you go to like a yoga a or Pilates or something, no, like the like squishy kind of one. Oh yeah but, yeah. but I'm like, it couldn't be super light or it would like bounce off of your body yeah. while they're doing that kind of stuff. But if it was like medicine ball weight, like, 
I okay. owe them more respect to their sport <laughs> kind of thing. I <laughs> thought rhythmic gymnastics was only the ribbon. I didn't no. know there was more of There's like the hoops and there's the ball. Okay. There's like all sorts of okay, all sorts so I'm of gonna things. Watch. Yeah, I guess now so that I can learn more. I learned a lot about um skateboarding and surfing this last week. Mm. Uh, lots of rules involved. Yeah, I someone at my boot camp was was commenting on the the skateboarding and how they like weren't passing one of through one of the tricks. And I was like, they're twelve years old. Like, give them a break, <laughs> right? Everyone who won on the female side, I don't know about. I only watched the female side. Um, was like. 16 and under two of them yeah. were 13 i think that the average age of the podium was like 14 years old or something like that right and the, um, there was like one american girl who competed and she was 34 <laughs> which is like our age and i feel like it's like right. the point where it's like maybe you shouldn't be skateboarding at 34 that's like maybe time to get a real job <laughs> well, like could we have gotten tony hawk back for the olympics like come on just come out of retirement just I don't know. It's like the sports, right? Was he considered like professional? Is yeah, there such I a thing as like so? so like, I think he's been eligible. I assume he competed in like the X Games, but I yeah. think he's probably just like retired. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I just like when he posts on Instagram like like someone who thinks he's Tony Hawk but doesn't realize he's actually Tony Hawk. <laughs> right. So that's my, my highlight. So good. Um, but yeah, there was some like weird things that happened in the Olympics this week. One of my favorites was the triathlon started and they were like, like lined up on the dock ready to dive in the water. And like the, there was like the media boat or like the camera or whatever, but it was like blocking half of the, the competitors. (laughs) So the horn goes off and half the triathletes dive in the water and the other half can't because there's literally like a boat in front of them. So they like so did called, they restart it? Yeah, they called it a false start, but like these these athletes are like head in the water, and so some of them swam like two hundred meters before they no, were able to like, corral them. But not only that, the ones that jumped in the water were swimming, and the boat like obviously realized it was in the wrong spot, and so like started backing up, like turning around, and like nearly hit the swimmers. So it was just like I mean, Why are I don't, people so dumb? I didn't even know that. Well, I guess it makes sense that a false start is like a thing because they're off the starting blocks kind of thing, but certainly not for that scenario. And then no, and to go some 200 extra meters on, on top of that. I'd like, be so upset. I know. And, you I, know, as an athlete in peak form, those yeah. 200 meters. The only thing me. that I, the only thing that I didn't see and, and I was wanting to like look into this and I didn't get time to do it was, were the winners people who, how, that jumped in and started their swim oh, or were they ones point. that remained on the dock because like that actually is quite a bit of, of energy that well and then you have to like calm yourself down and yeah I don't know like reset well like I mean I don't know what the temperatures are like there but you're getting out of cold water to get back yeah like, like your muscles cramp and all that kind of stuff so yeah, yeah was, I saw there was it. like some weird triathlon thing going on today and I was like I thought this was over I'm just trying to look and see if my notifications will tell me what it is oh was yeah the, the triathlon mixed? mixed team what does that mean mixed team relay like does one person compete the swim and then another person does the bike and another person does the run um well it's mixed so it's men and women okay 
um, which is like not something that is like super common at the Olympics there. But then each of them, it's like, it's like the baton style race in, okay. in athletics. Oh. Like, so they each do each portion of it, but then they pass the relay to the next person kind of thing. So got it. Yeah. Yeah, Seems but like yeah, we're too- just trying to add things in here to get some more sports. Well, it's kind of weird. Like, like for example, like softball is in this Olympics, but then yeah. it's not in the next one. And so it's like, it's kind of strange that like, there aren't sports that are like very common. This is like something right. that a lot of people do in the world kind of thing. And then it can't get a confirmed Olympic sport, but like something like this where like, I have literally never hung out with my friends and been like, hey, you swim 200 meters and I'll swim 200 meters. <laughs> Absolutely not, nor will I be taking that up as a sport that I want to do. Um, speaking of the next Olympics, like, I honestly didn't really think of this until I was watching some form of coverage and they were discussing the surfing. And I didn't really think about it, how Paris is, like, obviously not <laughs> near surfing waters. And I guess they said that the surfing's going to be in Tahiti. Oh. So, like, I want to be the person that covers that portion of the Olympics. Like, I'm, like, now trying to, like, figure out my geography of where Tahiti's located. Like, surely right. there must be, like, ocean off the, like, south of France that they could have done some surfing. I wonder if it's not, like, wave, like, the waves wouldn't be enough. Who knows? But, uh, I mean, obviously, when they come to Los Angeles, like, it will be off the coast here but I didn't really think that Paris like isn't made for you know surfing (laughs) yeah but that I mean that does happen with a lot of Olympics where they don't have like the proper um you know ability to do something like that like even I think of like back to yeah Vancouver or even Calgary like they had some things in Calgary and some of them were held at you know on in the mountains or something like that but Tahiti Um, just seems so far away from Paris (laughs) I just think I think it's so dumb that the Olympics exist only in one location to begin with like you had to spend all this money on infrastructure and like you could easily spread it out either like across multiple countries or like yeah like if you were to say that Canada is hosting the Olympics and you could have done you know hockey in this city and curling in that city and the snowboarding over here it would probably be way better and there's probably a higher likelihood you would have to spend less money on infrastructure totally uh, and, and like lucky and vancouver probably too some of these cities that they they can reuse like a lot of what they built for but only for Olympics. a certain time like like canada yeah. like canada olympic park is tearing down the ski jumps here in calgary because yeah. They are so short that they like actually can't be used for ski jumping anymore because the like the technology and the ability of jumpers has gotten so much that if they would like go down them, they would like land on like 16th Avenue. So like (laughs) they're too short for like how this (laughs) like for how the sport has progressed and then like the cost to maintain them. So like these are buildings that are 30 years old. Like they should be perfectly functional, but they're they're not you know usable states anymore. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just interesting. Like, I think the Olympics are awesome, and I'm, like, a huge fan of them and, and love that they go on. But it just seems to me like that, like, outdated style of they're only in this city just seems like it's something we need to, yeah. to revisit. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for them to come to L.A. because, like, hopefully I'll get to go yeah. to at least one event, if not – Perhaps the rhythm rhythmic gymnastics will really, really capture my attention. Yes, that I will need to attend. 
I'll come down to visit you in LA for the Olympics. Exactly. Like you really at that point, it's just like a flight you have to pay for. Yeah. I would have, I assume somewhere you can stay. (laughs) Well, speaking of gymnastics, the biggest news this week was Simone Biles. um, Unfortunately, having to withdraw from the all around competition um, in in a pretty shocking turn of events because she withdrew for mental health reasons, which, um, you know, unfortunately has, it's been pretty controversial, which it shouldn't be. Cause if it was a physical health reason, like everyone would be like, 100%. absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, she withdrew and basically said that her head wasn't in the game kind of thing. And, and she felt she would cost her teammates uh, a chance to medal if, if she participated they got the silver medal anyways. Yeah. Um, then she ended up withdrawing from some of the individual uh, uh, events there. Yeah, like the individual all around. And then yeah. it, she just announced yesterday, like, two of the the individual medal finals. And she's still evaluating, I think, floor and balance beam. But she yeah. withdrew from vault and whatever the other one is. Bars, yeah. The bars. Yeah. I mean, people were pretty upset, which I just think is, like, like – she had commented going into the Olympics that you don't understand the pressure of like her role in the Olympics. She is the face of the Olympics at this point in time. She also like, you know, willingly continued to put her body through the training and like things to, to go through it so that us gymnastics couldn't sweep the like Larry Nassar abuse situation under the rug anymore. People were like all upset that like, well, the U S isn't going to win a gold medal in this. Her teammate won it. So it's like no point. Like I can't wait to watch. I haven't watched that yet. I'll probably watch it like maybe tonight, but I'm really excited to watch her. Like, I don't know. Still won it. They still won a team medal. Yeah. Silver. I think, I don't know. There's too much specifically for her. And I think in general, the women's gymnastics for the U S like there's, They've done so well the last, you know, four, yeah. four or five Olympics that there's so much pressure on them. And I watched an interview with Nasia Lukin, and she was like, Simone Biles said when she did that vault in the team final, she got what they call like the twisties, which I hadn't heard of before. But mm-hmm. apparently it's when you're up in the air, you can't figure out where you are. I mean... They're flipping, like, the chances that if you don't know where you are and spotting the ground, like, you're going to land on your head is, like, well, pretty like, high. Her routine is so difficult, they can't even score it properly. <laughs> so it's, like, right? like maybe, yeah, she shouldn't be doing that when she can't, like, orient her, orientate herself on the ground yeah. properly. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy. And, like, I feel so bad for her. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like... It's not exactly like she's withdrawing because this is something she wants to do. I'm sure that girl would love to have another Olympic medal to her, right, to her like, name so and she, everything. She probably would have gotten six gold medals. Like, who yeah. wouldn't want that? But, like, she's doing, obviously, what's best for her and yeah. and what was best for the team in that one event. Um, I did find it was interesting when Michael Phelps came out because he is really the only other Olympian I can think of in like modern times who has also been seen as like in the U.S. the face of the games. I was gonna say Usain Bolt but when you added the U.S. part yeah I agree. Yeah yeah like and Usain Bolt too but like he was for at least Rio and London like the the face yeah of the Olympics in North America I would say probably yeah and 
you know, one year he won, I think it was eight gold medals, which is insane. But he came out in support of her. And I think there's very few people who relate Mm -hmm. to her and can relate to her. So it was interesting hearing him talk about it. And now he's on a ton of commercials before this even happened for mental health and like Mm -hmm. discussing how he really struggled and felt isolated and all these things. So, you know, she's getting a lot of support. And I think probably best to just come home at this point. Like, Well, and that's the interesting part about this Olympics is like, would she have gone through some of this stuff in normal times when you would have your, like your mom or your friend or your like support system would have been able to come with you. And so like, I really think we wouldn't have seen this if her parents were in Japan. Yeah. And like, and I don't know, you know, like the, um, the impact that the rest of the pandemic had on her as well, right? Like that isolation takes a toll on everyone. And, and, you know, for herself, I'm sure she was probably like even more isolated than, than the average person because she was trying to get to this stage of like, you know, being able to compete in the Olympics. You don't want to risk that for anything, but um, yeah, like all of these like internet warriors commenting about how like she should just suck it up and like, she's not hurt. Like, why can't she participate? And it's like, okay, like you couldn't like, tie your shoes properly in an Olympic competition. Well, you like, try just doing a somersault. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I truly think like, I know she's probably pushing through and not withdrawing from those final two. One, I think part of it is one, if she were to withdraw, she'd have to come back to the U S I think you have 48 hours to leave Japan when your events are over. So uh-huh. I think part of it is so Even that if you go- were going to walk in this closing ceremonies. I don't know how that works, but I'm wondering if part of her is not withdrawing so that she can stay and cheer for the other U S gymnasts that are competing. Yeah. And two, I'm sure she's holding on hope that she can compete in at least one of these events and, you know, medal or at least end her Olympics. Cause this, this could very well, and it's leaning towards being the last time we see her compete on the Olympic stage. I know, you know, go out, in a way that she would, she wants to go out versus what, you know, all this, this talk. I am really sad that she like, couldn't go on the vault there because I did so badly wanted to see that, um, her like signature skill there, like your Chenko devil pike, whatever it's called. That would have been pretty cool to see, but like, I don't really want to see it and her break her neck to give me some entertainment value. (laughs) To not witness that. Yeah, exactly. Um, in a bit more positive news, though, Penny Alessiak became the most decorated Canadian summer athlete with her with her uh, swims there. So that's pretty awesome. Penny, she's been doing so well these Olympics. I know. Like, yeah, Canada's been been doing pretty good, but it's it's mm-hmm. all women who've been winning the medals yeah. in Canada. Yeah. I don't think we have a single male medalist. Men's relays. I thought the men relay won in some swimming, but maybe not. Um, I, I thought there was Brent Hayden. Brent oh yeah, you signed right. some team jacket, so I assume they're only signing those for winners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, they might just have extras. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, but the majority of them are, are yeah. women, so that's pretty cool. But I think that's pretty common. I feel like we don't compete the summers, quite as yeah. some, on the same level in the men's Olympics as we do. But what's his what's his face? The the sprinter Andre Degrasse or whatever. Yeah, qualified. Um, yeah, with his like almost personal record of fastest time so that was that was cool hopefully we see him get a medal 
I always did he remember medal that in Rio, but he did. He was like yeah. a breakout star in Rio, whether he medaled or not. But yeah, I was gonna say I always remember that run of his beside Usain Bolt, where they're like, <laughs> like kind of staring each other down, but like smiling about it. Like a, it's like a lasting memory there. I would just sob if I was running beside. I know. You're like, why do I have to be in his heat? <laughs> like, like, can you put me on the end so like I can't be I right know. beside? Him? I know. But, um, but it was hard to like keep up with the Olympics because there was so much going on in, in the NHL too, as well. Like we had, um, the start of the free agent frenzy, which started slow. I thought it was going to be a slow day because a lot of people were signed like, you know, a couple days before, two days before, but no, it ended up being, yeah, the most money spent on the first day of free agency ever, which was crazy. I did see that someone, uh, and I forget who put put this on Instagram, but basically had the exact same thoughts uh, as us about Seattle. And they're like, okay, they're clearly not like doing anything to win. <laughs> so, so it's interesting because they have signed two very strong goalies. Like they signed yeah. Chris Schreger, obviously at the um, with the expansion, expansion draft. draft, and then Philip Grubauer, who was like previous on Colorado and like a top goaltender in the league. And so I guess they're going with the, like the Goalie's one in one A. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I don't know if they know how much Gio like lets buy him, but like. <laughs> but you're about to find out. <laughs> but yeah, there was a ton of goalies that, that moved around. Um, yeah. Like Carolina and Toronto basically swapped goalies. Big Save Dave went to Nashville. Um, the saddest for me, I don't know, I have a special place in my heart for Marc-Andre Fleury, and I feel like, I don't know, he's been done dirty like a few times recently, and I don't know, I get I get what Vegas did. They sent him to Chicago for nothing, like nothing, basically, for mm-hmm. A top, he won the Vesna, okay? Like, he's not a bad goalie. Like, what, did they tell it? everyone he was available? Because, like, how did no other team not be able to top that? Like, I mean, we could have given, like, like I don't know. I, I don't anyone. Like, right. I mean, we got Markstrom, but, like, if we're going if like, I don't, we don't have a what bad if goalie. Have, if we can have Marc-Andre Fleury, like, yeah. okay. I love you, Markstrom, but like move aside. <laughs> I get they I get Vegas did it for cap reasons. He had a pretty high cap, but I just I don't know. It seemed super disrespectful. And he found out on Twitter from what I've heard. See, that part doesn't bother me because for one, like that's breaking news. Like it's we can't help it that you didn't get the phone call before it got and put onto Twitter. Is, like apparently brutal. <laughs> yeah. But like, but I also think like there's nothing that is like an inside the organization. Someone is leaking something or tell because like someone knows something for it to yeah. get onto Twitter. And like, I don't know, like to me, that's not, not that the, um, the Vegas organization was no, trying to insult him. Someone who was yeah. trying to like, like insult him. Nearly, but. nearly every player finds out that way at this yeah. point in time. Like because either you find out because you are on Twitter, or your buddies see it on Twitter, and like they're okay. texting, calling you, kind of thing. Like, so he's basically come out and said he's going to reevaluate with his family. Yeah, I personally think 
there's a chance he doesn't report to Chicago. I don't know because Chicago added some players this year. Like they're not, they're not the bad Chicago that we thought they were going to be. So when it first happened, I was like, "Mm, I don't know, but I think Chicago is making a play to get Kane and Taves like one final cup is my well, process. we don't even know if Taves will be able to play again. Like yeah. he's still battling his injuries, but I mean, they cleared out a lot of their cap problems. Like they got rid of um, Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook. They, yeah, like I think they're they brought in Seth Jones, who's like you know was one of the top available free agents Steve. there. So I don't know. I think they're and they had like a they had a bit of a surprise season last year to be honest they did, like they were yeah. better than expected so i don't know it was it was kind of crazy but there was some some interesting like other moves that i thought happened in free agency like so the flames big move was Blake Coleman. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit of an overpay, but um, that's what you, what happens on free agency day. We tend to overpay in general. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, we still have a good amount of cap space, especially with, yeah. with geo leaving, but like we literally don't have, there's like no one on the depth chart for a backup goalie. Like, I don't know who it's going to be. <laughs> and there's like a few still on the market. Like, like Devin Dubnik is still available. Yeah. So maybe you make a play for him, but like, there's not a lot of other goaltenders on the market or anything like yeah. that there. Which, okay. I mean, uh, Daryl Sutter, I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> oh my God. Daryl Sutter, like is known for riding one goalie. And yeah. like, but but Mark Shim's a delicate flower, and I don't know if he can survive that kind of style. So much of our team is a de- is delicate flower. <laughs> That's our problem. <laughs> we lost our like Brian Burke truculence uh, style here. So, um, probably the biggest shock of all to me was Carolina's signing Tony D'Angelo. I cannot believe any team touched him with a 10 foot pole, especially after the like fallout of the like, yeah, of the Montreal situation, which they're not quite the same scenarios, but like but the like ignorance of, of both yeah. is, is the same. So yeah. Tony D'Angelo is like a very, uh, very big, I guess, supporter of like conservative values and Trumpism and like that kind of stuff. And he yeah. was, pretty vocal on um what is that social media site parlor parlor um, is he he has claimed it's not his account but like he be, he did come out and say when trump got kicked off of twitter that he was gonna start a parlor account and parlor's known for like feeding all those really right-wing yeah like, like not so conspiracy much theories yeah yeah not so much republican values i don't know if that's what it's called but more like the trumpism republican like QAnon and and crazy stuff like that so he said he was going to start a parlor account and the new york rangers were like good day like we're done with you well and and on top of that he had like a like an altercation with a teammate because of his values and things like that like he's he's problematic to say the least um i cannot believe that he got another chance to play in the nhl like he was doing okay in terms of his like point production and that sort of stuff but at a certain point in time like that doesn't matter. And no. it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 
I truly think that the only reason that they signed him is because Carolina is in like a massive cap crunch right now. Yeah. Um, as evidenced by like, they only offered Dougie Hamilton $6 million a year, which like is, I mean, he ended up signing for like nine. So like pretty pitiful yeah. there. But yeah, I I just could not believe that anyone gave D'Angelo a chance there. Like, shocking. I think these teams, like, I get it. It's like about the game, and I I understand that to a certain extent. But these players are like little kids. Like, look up to these people. Well, that's regardless the thing. of if you're a fourth liner or like a a first liner, like. And to have those people and be promoting those people in the way that, like, the Montreal Canadiens have and, mm-hmm. like, now Carolina, what does that show? Like, that it shows that this is okay. Well, and, I mean, you're he's going to go play in Carolina, which I'm assuming has some rednecks to begin with kind of thing. Yes. So then what is he, like, elevated to, like, hero status for, like, these ignorant hillbillies? Probably. Like, ugh. ugh. Um, but we are running low on time. So so the one thing that I did want to mention was, um, the Green Bay Packers. So Aaron (laughs) Rodgers did show up to training camp, which was, he's had a, an off season of some kind of disgruntled, um, back and forth with their, with their front office staffs there. Um, but the front office brought in Randall Cobb, who had played with Aaron Rodgers before and, and is a favorite target of his. But I just, my favorite part of it though, is like, there's like so much of, you know, Rogers like speaking out. He's not been quiet about his disdain yeah. for them. And then the Packers social media is just like popping along, like nothing's happening. Like here's a picture of Rogers smiling. <laughs> like, look, here's this golf cart that he's riding around. Right, and they're just doing their like absolute best to like shove it under the rug. I mean, he ripped management in his presser. He was basically like, no one comes to Green Bay because it's a travel destination. Like, they come here because I'm playing here. Yeah, and, and they like, could win with me. You, yeah, yeah, how dare you treat me like this, basically. I know. Yeah, Shailene must have given him some good talking points for uh, for that <laughs> press conference there because he was, he was animated. So Yeah, yeah, but. it was... Um, it was something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else happened this week? The Blue Jays got to come back to Canada and play a yeah. home stand. That was really I cool. Lo- I saw a lot of like celebratory uh, Instagram stories yeah. on Thursday, I think it was, or Friday, whenever they came home. So that's exciting for them. They've obviously played almost two years, like not, not in Canada. So exciting for them and the fans. I mean, the MLB had their their I guess trade deadline this week Mm -hmm. and some huge uh the Chicago Cubs basically sold off everybody like they made it very clear that we are doing a rebuild and (laughs) that's what's happening like Chris Bryant they they sold off Anthony Rizzo uh Javier Baez oh not Rizzo he's like my my favorite I love Rizzo I love him he went to the Yankees and Chris Bryant went to San Francisco Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, their, uh, like barstool posted something where it was like spirit Halloween, like this banner hang, like obviously as a joke over Wrigley Field, but <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Yeah. A bit of a, a bit of a dumpster fire over there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't even think we have any pop culture news 
to, to begin with. Um, other than we watched binge watched the Love Is Blind after the altar special, so highly recommend reacquainting yourself with Jessica on that on that show. <laughs> Oh, such a precious soul. But, like, yeah. she found a really hot boyfriend. <laughs> Good for and her. He slid, he slid into her DMs. I need to I know how old surprised. he is because, like, that's clearly a big thing for her. So, <laughs> And the only other big storyline from that whole, like, reunion was Mark. <laughs> Who didn't even show up. No, he didn't show up. But he obviously was engaged to Jessica, said yes at the altar. She said no. Then he had something going on with this other chick, Elsie, who forgot she existed. Yeah. Um, also, and- like, I think that name was used on a reality show, like, 15 years ago. Right. So, way to be <laughs> relevant. Beach. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he uh, got some other girl pregnant, apparently, while they were all together. Like, Well, apparently he was, like, sleeping with eight, eight girls at a time. Yeah. And, so. he, and he gave them all COVID. <laughs> so. And, like, he's pretty short. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> good for him, I guess. Um, yeah. Class. In- it was interesting. It was, uh, yeah. I, like, cannot stand Amber. So, I, like, oh, this, watching three episodes of her again was a lot to handle. Honestly, the fact that Matt sold his home to pay for her student loans, like, right? that was shocking. And they're living in a condo with a roommate? Roommate. Like, Oh, ditch her. Right. I'm available, Matt. (laughs) Well, I think we should wrap up for the day. Yes. Um, But we'll chat with you later. Bye, Joe. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.